When you integrate those two, you get a hypothesis that emerges that could be at home in any of the views about historical or symbolic Adam and Eve. Yeah. So that's why I really appreciated his contribution, because it was very much in the spirit, I think, of what we're trying to do in this series, which yes. is create that middle ground where we can all come from different positions and just sit at the feet of the biblical authors and try and hear them on their own terms. Yeah. That is, hear the literal meaning of Genesis 1. Now, when you have that conversation and you bring up all these other ancient Near Eastern cosmologies and show the, it does kind of set it up, you know, to someone to feel like, wait, mm-hmm. you're telling me I can't believe the earth is young, mm-hmm. you know, almost... Mm. It almost feels that way potentially. And you don't have to frame the conversation that way. You yeah. can still get to all this really interesting stuff about the waters yeah, sure. and the abyss yeah. by just looking at the Bible. That's right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's... Yeah. In fact, actually, our next question is an interesting kind of real specific example of the similar question that we just responded to from Kayla. This is from uh, Leonardo in Ohio. Hi, my name is Leonardo Caraballo. I'm from Puerto Rico, living in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm taking the heaven and earth class while you're having a series talking about these topics. My question, and I hope I'm not getting out of the context, it is, in the pre-creation story, you guys talk about the different cosmologies and how they all have similarities. But I've always been interested in what part of the creation the Jurassic or prehistoric era takes place, and when and where we can see the mention of dinosaurs, if it is before the Wall and West state or part of the creation known in the Hebrew Bible. Thank you for everything. Thanks, Leonardo. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Mm-hmm. He's taken the Heaven and Earth class. Yep. Great class. Yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You did a wonderful job. And a, a lot of people are wondering, mm-hmm. like, where do dinosaurs fit yes. in the story of the Bible? Yeah. Uh, we have this idea of the Jurassic era yeah. or, you know, all these big eras of human his- human history, history of the Earth. Yeah. And so in the Bible, you just get, like, there's the wild and waste. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... There's animals and then humans. Yeah. So like, where are the dinosaurs? Yeah, this is a great case study in this conversation we're having connected to Kayla's question earlier. So just like the biblical authors had no awareness of quantum physics or photons, the creation of light in day one has nothing to do with the creation or physical existence yeah. of photons. They've never seen them it. or heard of them. And so it would be inappropriate for us to import our concept of photons into Genesis 1 and say, look, God's creating photons, but without a lot. Let there be photons. Let there be photons. So similarly, these concepts and awareness that paleontology and geology have given us of these Jurassic prehistoric periods and of these creatures and so on, the biblical authors had no awareness. They hadn't run into any of these bones. And if they had, they didn't know how to... Well, I wouldn't... They didn't construct them and realize like, oh, these things are from... It's entirely possible, even likely, that they came across like dinosaur bones and okay, stuff like that. Sure. I mean, the concepts of the dragon came from somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and who knows what kind of animals were around. Yes. Animals going extinct. Totally, that's right. So I, I think the point is more that we have these concepts of, of dinosaurs yes. that live during this time. Right. And then we go to the Bible and say, well, the Bible is about the world that yeah. I live in. So and where we talk the... about every time. That's right. And so we take a modern concept of dinosaurs from the Jurassic period, yeah. and then we look within the biblical timeline for a place to slot them. Yes. And we're doing that apples and oranges things again. We need to let the biblical authors... Do their thing. Do their thing within their cultural context and cosmology. And then we need to let our cultural narratives that are growing and dynamic speak their story. And we need to bring them into dialogue on the level of those ultimate 
philosophical questions. Mm. And so this is my conviction, right? So I know that there are people who love and follow Jesus passionately and they disagree and they think we really do need to integrate those timelines with each other. Mm. I think the one thing I would just offer is to say, but aren't we starting to make the Bible say and mean things that the biblical authors had no concept of? Mm Mm-hmm. And in that case, we're not doing biblical interpretation. But God had concept of it. Yeah, of course. You know, But that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is about how God made these humans the vehicle yeah. and made their language and therefore their cultural categories. And the way their minds work. And the way their minds work, the vehicle of what he wanted to say. Yeah. So in that sense, I, I think it's a misguided quest in terms of interpretation of the literal meaning yeah. to look for dinosaurs in the Bible because it wasn't a part of the concept or tradition of talking about the origins of the cosmos. Yeah. But what you could say, we know dinosaurs existed. We've seen their remains. And they're, they give all the indications of being unimaginably old to us. <laughs> <laughs> like really, really old. Way before you know people were ever around. And so you do have to then go, huh, how does that fit into my yeah. understanding of God and the cosmos? Sure, that's right. And yeah. what can you say? Yeah, the emergence of life on... Our planet is like nothing short of a miracle that it's here and that it has survived as long as it has and developed in all these fascinating ways. It's Mm -hmm. truly remarkable. Mm -hmm. And that we can like know from fossils in the ground, like this amazing history of life on our planet. And God is apparently very patient, Hmm. very patient. But when we're talking about these deep, deep periods of time back into prehistory and so on. It's just a different example of like, you know, the origin of galaxies, you know, and nebula and space gases that gravity pulls together into stars and then planets and so on. And it's very similar. 